0: Welcome to the Pussy Centered Living Podcast. My name is Jenny Braxton. I'm a sexuality and empowerment coach, a sex, love, and relationship alchemist, and the founder of the School of Pussy Centered Living. This podcast is here to be your inspiration, your support, the education you always needed but never got. So, that you can step into what I call pussy centered living, which is a desire led and pleasure based way of living and creating your life that centers around the source of your true power, that which I call pussy. In this podcast, you're going to have the pleasure of hearing me speak solo and with guests on the wide range of topics that fall under pussy centered living. Other weeks, you'll get a taste of my one-on-one coaching as I coach guest clients on all matters of pussy, pleasure, sex, love, relationships, and creating the life that you truly desire. There will be a lot of different ideas, perspectives, and beliefs shared on this podcast, and I invite you to stay open in your mind, in your heart, and in your pussy as you listen Take what resonates with you and feel free to leave the rest. And I'm always willing to do better. So please share any constructive feedback that may come up for you. My desire is that you get turned on to the magic, the pleasure, and the power that is inherent within you and to support you in creating the life you truly desire in a way that is pleasureful sustainable, nourishing, and aligned with who you truly are. Today I'm sharing a conversation I had with a dear friend and fellow pussy queen, Kim Coffin. Kim and I attended the same coaching certification program with Layla Martin at the Tantric Institute of Integrated Sexuality, where we became certified as sex, love, and relationship coaches. But it wasn't until we both attended a professional training retreat in Costa Rica with Layla that we really became friends. Because once you've spent seven days self-pleasuring together in the jungle, you become really good friends and sisters after that. (laughs) And if you are curious what it's like to be on retreat with Layla Martin and to self-pleasure with a bunch of other pussy queens and royal beings in the jungle for seven days, then (laughs) you can listen to Kim and I talk about it on her podcast, um, which I will link in the show notes. But this conversation that Kim and I had here is an epic conversation in which we touch on so much, including Kim's journey of transforming from exhausted, burnt out, and stuck in her head in perfectionism and people-pleasing into the radiant, embodied, liberated pussy queen that she is today. We talk about trusting pussy, what it means to lean in and do the work. We even touch on the phases and cycles of pussy and our hormones and perimenopause. There's like so much here in this episode. We could definitely record many more episodes going deeper into these topics. And don't worry, we will. But for now, enjoy this powerful conversation with Kim, and it truly is powerful. I've listened to it several times already, and there are so many golden nuggets and insightful moments to be had here. And if after listening, you're left with a desire to also experience the kind of relationship and trust and connection and pleasure that Kim and I have with our bodies and our pussies and our sexuality then I would love to invite you to check out the self-paced version of the School of Pussy Centered Living, which is now available as a do-it-yourself online program. The School of Pussy Centered Living is my signature foundational program that I've created and evolved and taught over the last three years to over 60 students. And so I can say, with conviction and evidence, that this is a truly transformative, life-changing program. In the School of Pussy Centered Living, you reclaim your body, your pussy, your pleasure, your desire, and your inherent sexual nature you'll gently heal trauma while reawakening the sensual, sexual woman you truly are, empowered to create your most vibrant, radiant, and deeply pleasurable life. And with the self-paced version of the School of Pussy-Centered Living, you can integrate the knowledge and embody the practices on your own time. And when I teach the live version of the School in March, You'll be invited to join this live program for a fraction of the original cost. As a listener of this podcast, you save $111 off the self paced version of the School of Pussy Centered Living by using the coupon code LISTENER. So either head down to the show notes or go to jennybraxton.com, click on the School of Pussy Centered Living in the menu. And use coupon code LISTENER for $111 off the self-paced version. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R for $111 off. Now enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first conversation that I'm holding here on the Pussy Centered Living podcast. And I'm so excited. This is like, it feels like such a fitting first conversation to be having with my beautiful friend, Kim Coffin, who ah, I'm just, I'm looking here at her radiant face and I'm just so excited to be here with you, Kim.
1: So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be mm. here with you. Love chatting with you. Ah,
0: me too. We have such good conversations, and I'm super excited to share this one with everyone. And so, to begin, I would I would actually love to invite you just to give us an introduction. Who
1: are you? What do you do? Tell us. Mm, who am I? There's so so many things that I am, right? But in this context, uh, yeah, I'm Kim Coffin. Hi, I am a deeply trauma informed somatic being, very body based empowerment, sex, love, relationship, tantra, uh, teacher, speaker, coach, and now best-selling author. Uh, I've studied as well with Jenny, with uh, Layla Martin's Institute of Integrated Tantric Sexuality, and as well as with Mama Gina School, Womanly Arts, and so many more amazing, amazing mentors. And I'm the founder of Get Your Sexy Back.
0: Yes. And we will definitely share all of your information in the show notes, but I highly recommend you follow Kim in all the places and you have your own wonderful podcast, Kim, which I think that's actually how we first, like, yeah, we, we were both in the same um, coaching program with Layla Martin. And then we were like in the same, you know, similar online. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And And then then Costa Rica. And then Costa Rica. And I think it was right before we went to Costa Rica, I was on your podcast and that was really the first time we like really connected.
1: Yeah. And then when we came back, we recorded again. Yes. And then (laughs) the last six months we've recorded again. Yeah. Like three Uh, more times. and, And we've coached each other a few times. And yeah, absolutely. Love you and, and love this work and love that we're able to bring this to the world. It is so, so needed. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, so to begin, I would love to hear a little bit about kind of your journey and also your relationship to what I call pussy. This is the Pussy Centered Living podcast. And while I don't know if you necessarily use that term pussy centered living, I'm curious, like, how how does that apply to you? Or how how do you feel connected to a pussy centered way of
1: life? What does that mean Absolutely. to you? Absolutely. That is my life. I don't know use exactly those words, but Pussy runs my life. She runs the show. She is the CEO of my relationships, my desires, my business, my parenting, what I put on in a day, um, what I say yes to, what I say no to. Like that is what I fell into in my own journey and my own reclamation journey where before I wasn't always this way. Let's just backtrack. Like this was not me. I was caught in a kind of a, a hamster wheel. I'm going to call it of disempowerment, of doing too much, of exhaustion, of overgiving, overparenting, over-parenting, people-pleasing, perfectionism, mook. Right. And, and it was my own, um, traumas from, from mainly childhood and teenage years that left me in that place. I was sexually assaulted when I was a teenager by my stepfather. And it really threw me for a loop because not only was I assaulted by him, I told my mother and she believed me initially and with hours within hours, she did not. So for years, this compiled and compiled, pardon me, and all of this kind of, um, you know, set the stage for my my parenting and my mothering and my career years. So yeah, basically Pussy sent me an email and I said, yes. And that was my first journey for working with Mama Gina. And at the time, had she literally said Pussy, I would have run the other direction. There was no way I had signed up because it was like, do you want sisterhood? Do you want to feel embodied? Do you want to feel alive? Do you want to feel turned on and in your power? And it was like, yes. And I signed up to go to New York without knowing what the hell I was getting into. And then I found out there was this book called Pussy. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's awful. (laughs) And and I read it on an e-reader because I couldn't have the book in my house. Now they're all over the place. And there's pussies here and pussy demo there. And Everywhere. But um, I realized in, in my journey of really healing and reclamation and taking my power back that this is the portal to owning our power. We cannot separate sexuality from who we are. We can't break it off and say it's only for having babies. We can't break it off and say it's only when you're courting someone per se. Like this is who we are. And this is our innate inner wisdom that comes from our womb and our pussy. And when I say pussy, I'm also not referring just to vulva. Yes, vulva's in there, but I'm referring to pelvic bowl, to our womb space, to our innate inner knowing that it means to be in the feminine. And uh, tell me where you want to go because I could talk for hours.
0: I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And I completely agree with you with that kind of like definition of pussy that yes, she is um, the anatomy we can call the vulva. Um, she is that physical anatomy on our body and she is so much more, right? Like, as you said, she's this portal. She's like this essence of our feminine nature. And so I c- I completely agree with all of, with all of that.
1: And, and so I wanna, I'm curious to add something in yeah. there too. Like, this is how profound pussy was like I was what I would call a very proper mom. I had no tattoos. I dressed modestly. I took, you know, very good care, showing up with the Joneses per se. Within four hours in that workshop room, I looked at two women I'd connected with online a few weeks before and had one night of dinner and said, I want a pussy tattoo and I want it tonight. Yeah, and I went and I got a pussy tattoo on my right wrist to remind me To stay in my body, to stay in my power, connected to my truth, to my voice, to the GPS, to the divine feminine within me. And it's like my daily reminder, daily reminder. I
0: love that. I love that. So what I'm hearing then is that by you signing up for Mama Gina's, was that her weekend experience?
1: That was just a little taste. Yeah. Yeah. The weekend experience. Two masteries, another experience and a creation. Oh yeah. That was just a little taste. Totally. But what what I love,
0: yeah, and what I love about that is like, you went from like, yeah, if she had used the word pussy in that email, you would not have signed up, but you found yourself there. You're like, Holy smokes. I'm in this room with hundreds of other women and we're reclaiming pussy. Like how long did it take you to kind of make that switch from like, Oh my goodness, what are we talking about? To like, Oh hell yeah. I'm getting pussy tattooed on my wrist. Mm. That's a quick, that's a quick turnover.
1: Yeah. Pussy was able to be on my wrist. Like we'd been in a container for about six weeks before we went in person. Pussy was on my wrist, but that wasn't a full reclamation of full pussy. She was there and not everybody knows what it looks like. Right. We've got the, I don't know for anybody watching. I don't know if I can get my wrist up. It's pretty tricky to see, right. We've got the, the, the swirly brackets with a heart in there. And there was a total other reclamation that had to come with healing of mm. embodying my sacred sexuality, of embodying my sacred slut, of, of really healing all of the trauma that took another, well, it's always continuing. Let's be honest. It never ends. And I don't say that to scare anybody from the moment I said, yes, it has been the best journey of my life, even through the muck, even through the healing, even through the deep, dark parts. It has been a, wow, now I'm alive.
0: Yes, I fully agree to that. It's like, yeah, it can sound scary to reclaim pussy and hear our trauma and get in our sexuality and the shame and like all of the things that are there. But what I have found is that when you are connected to pussy and you do know how to tap into the pleasure, that connection to pleasure that she gives us, that that can resource us through that, that harder stuff, right? When we learn how to hold our emotions and to be able to tap into pleasure anyway then going to these places that might seem really scary like it it gives us that kind of capability to do it because we we are resourced into pussy and she can hold us through anything
1: mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to go there but we're going to go there Jenny we're going to have a part two on the let's go there and, but we're already going it's like oh shit you know Jenny's been witnessing me as well through a separation and divorce that's been coming about for months and um I wrote down everything I desired, everything I desired in a partnership moving forward. And very quickly, this epic, epic man showed up. And my brain was like, what the fuck are you doing, Kim? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And and we've talked about it since him and I and my body, my pussy was like, full fucking yes. And my brain's like, but Kim, that's not very proper. What are you doing? And my body, again, is like, yes. So yes. And Pussy was such a huge yes. And him and I have talked about it too. He's like, like y- y- you know that was kind of dangerous, right? Like going to the really quickly how, how we ended up um, being together and different things of just not, you know, not typical of what you would see in in dating worlds today and we've talked about absolutely everything and yet pussy was just and body not only pussy body was a full lean in yes and even though my head was doubting and questioning and going are you sure um right body and pussy was a yes and that is what comes from fully submerging and doing this work and trusting pussy and trusting body and oh it's been out of this world out of this world and yeah and it's funny because I in the beginning I was like Kim what are you doing and part of the download that came down was you can't teach to listen to your body and listen to your pussy if you can't fully 100% trust it here and it was Mm -hmm. like but this is different it was like is it Mm -hmm. the answer is no. The answer mm. is no. Mm.
0: Mm. And for those of you who cannot see Kim, I mean, you are just, I just, the radiance just shining off of you is just like amazing. Like, I am so happy for you in this experience. And I love that your body and pussy is this resource that you can really trust and listen to. And so I'm curious, like, especially given your, you know, that, that this was, you were not like this for many years, right? You talked about being caught up in your head. You had these assault traumas from growing up. So what really helped you like make that transition into being able to trust pussy?
1: Mm. All of the collective work, it, it's been a collective journey, right? Since 2017 of... And shit, it stopped earlier than it started. Sorry, it started earlier than that. Um, I started hearing the whispers to slow down in 2013, right? And 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 even if I go back to a young girl, a lot of my dreams, I am still dissecting them, but a lot of my dreams were in the embodied, in the power, in the feminine. And I I couldn't make sense of it. I had snake dreams, like major horrific snake dreams where there was like tons of snakes. And I was petrified, Um which for those who don't know, like snakes are, are are with the sacred feminine, with the Kundalini rising. Like that is what it is. So it goes all the way back. If I track it, I just wasn't really listening. Right. Yeah. So the journey, what has done it, it, it has been the work. It's been leaning yeah. in. Somebody said this weekend, like, Kim, you just lean in Um, and I, I I brag, it's true. I do. I lean in and it wasn't always that way. It started sometime in, um, with sisterhood that I was like, I have a choice here. Like I can sit back and, and watch my life kind of figure itself out, or I can lean in. And I learned some of the first few times that I leaned in how caught and how held I was on the other side. And it gave me enough evidence and trust to grow that muscle to lean in again and to lean in again and to lean in again and, and i feel like i'm at the biggest leaning ins of ever in this year 2023 mm. like holy damn mm. holy mm. damn and i know and Jen- jenny's witnessed all of it and it's just like yes please and more
0: yes please and more thank you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, And so I'm curious for those who are like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean you leaned in and did the work? Mm. Like if you think back to kind of more of like the beginning part, when you were first opening up into that work with Mama Gina, like what, like, what, like, were you leaning into the like part of you that was like afraid to
1: go there? The the fear, fear. the shame? Yeah. It's the fear. It's the fear. So what do you want? What do you desire? and what's that fear and can i regulate myself to move past that fear and some of the beginning parts were not regulated let me tell you like i almost bolted from the workshop space of thousands of women when it came to like pussy parade i was like get me out of here i am going to hell like this is what went through my mind this is the conditioning right and and i looked at the women beside me who i just met and again i was like You got me, and they're like, "We got you," and I was like, "Okay, right?" Like, and I leaned in, and I leaned. I'm so afraid of women. Thank you, mother. Right to to my 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 mother, my female, my woman wounds. Right, I was so afraid of trusting women. So I leaned in there, right, and then I leaned in again, and then I leaned into body, and then I leaned into shame, and I've just kept leaning in past my fears every chance, and and creating that muscle of noticing how I do get caught on the other side, the evidence that I am safe, that my body is this temple and that I can lean in and be caught by sisterhood, by myself, by the universe, by all of it. Mm. Does that make that? sense? So, Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, Oh, I just had a question as you were speaking. Oh, 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 yeah. So I love what you said about um that in that leaning in, right? It was leaning past your fear, right? Because you have a desire. And you had shared with that the email, right? That first brought you in. It was like a desire for sisterhood, a desire for empowerment, a desire for all these things. And so you went towards that desire. And what I just want to highlight here is that this always happens, right? Whenever we have a desire, there will always be fear accompanying it.
1: And always. so Always. <laughs> Always. And every single desire, even if it's not Jenny's, if I'm having it, oops, hit my mic. If I'm having it, that means this for me. Like yes, if you are having that thought, it's because it's for you.
0: I so, I fully, fully believe that. I fully believe that we do not receive desires. And we're talking about like, like real true, de- like our desires, not desires that we've been conditioned into by our family or society or any of that stuff. But like the real desires that we have, I agree with you that that is meant to be ours. And what happens is that people feel that fear then that always accompanies desire. And then we don't lean into it. We're like, oh my yeah, gosh, I'm nope. afraid this must not be for me. If this was really meant to me, I wouldn't feel afraid right now. <laughs> or, know, or we right? just like, Like we let the stories in our brain talk ourselves out of it. And so I love that, that ability to just like lean into the fear, right. To do it anyways. And like you said, now you're getting all this evidence that you're caught on the other side. And, and so I'm curious, like, how does your connection to pussy support you As you continue to go after your desires, right? As you continue to lean into the fears that come up for you, as you continue to expand, like how does your connection to
1: pussy support you through that? Yeah. So connection to pussy is so important. So When you start to practice sacred sexuality practices, when you start to practice embodiment, and it is a practice, it's just like yoga. You just don't go do it once and that's it. It's a practice. It's a way of living. It's a way of being. And I've infused this way of being into my life. And when you come into a dance song or when you come into a practice or when you just put your hands on your heart and your womb space and slow down your breath and just feel. Sometimes I put on essential oils, just again, little routines, um, little ways to ground. When you come into this, there's this innate inner knowing that shows up. There's these whispers. There's these messages. There's these, you've got this. There's these, this is the next step. There's these things that pussy has said that I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I remember one year in 2018 uh, going to mastery and she told me what to wear to one of the courtesan weekends. And I was like, are you mad? Like I like cursed her out. Uh, I brag I did wear it, uh, and I've worn way more extravagant since. But you know they're edges, right? And and we get these messages, and we simply get to listen to them. And they they're like breadcrumbs. They're going to lead us to the next best thing that is meant to be here for us. This is this is who we are, and and there's like this sacred remembrance. To say that again, because the puppy's whining, and I have to let him out a second. There's this sacred remembrance that happens when we come home into our body. So my kind of three steps per se that I talk about is reclaim, reconnect, remember, and reclaim is reclaiming the places we've been disempowered, the biggest places, our boundaries, our voice, our truth, our body, our sexy, our turn on. And then we reconnect. And when we reconnect, we're reconnecting to pussy, to body, to sacred sexuality, to pleasure, to all of this. And what happens is this remembrance. And this sacred remembrance is in there in each one of us, and it reconnects us to who we are. So when we can do these little minute things through a day or sometimes longer things, like I just came from a Tantra weekend, right? Where we're back into our remembrance. We are clear. We are embodied. We're not stuck in our head. And we know what's going on there and we know how to listen Mm.
0: yes oh I love that so so much I'll give you a second while you put the puppy dog out sorry he's no worries I don't know (laughs) he's just being a brat (laughs) no worries at all Mm, Well, one thing that I do happen to know about you, and I'm curious how this has really supported you in your connection with pussy, um, but you are like a freaking pussy queen rock star at self-pleasure practices.
1: Oh, yes. I went about what? Uh, (laughs) It hasn't happened. Some days I miss, but there was was at least three and a half years where I self-pleasured at least every single day fucking amazing. Yes. <laughs> I know. And by the way for people who are looking and can see a photo or if you're looking at my headshot on Jenny's podcast, I'm about to be 48. You yeah. want a self-pleasure every day. Yeah. The, right? <laughs> this is this is juice, this is flow, this is glow, this is natural collagen and hormones, right? Like this is how you get to live and be and and if you're sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, she what?" Some shame we get to play with the shame, that's what we're taught, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and to
0: clarify, we we are meaning masturbating when we're saying self pleasure. Although I I never use I the word use masturbate. Word, yeah, yeah. in Latin, masturbating
1: like the... that word means to soil one's hand.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah, so the no.
1: shame that's in that word is like. No, thanks. Yeah.
0: No, thank um, you. And
1: it, it might just be a simple breast massage too, right? It, it could be a breathwork session with applying like a luscious body butter to my entire body during kind of thing. And it can be a full out self-pleasure session. Um, and you get to the point, damn, I don't know how many energetic orgasms I had this weekend. We're in the hundreds. We're in the hundreds. Wow. wow. Um, like, uh, just to make sure yeah. everyone
0: heard that she's talking about having energy orgasm. She had hundreds over the weekend at her Tantra Festival. <laughs>
1: uh huh. Hundreds between Thursday, uh, let's say Friday, Saturday, Sunday, hundreds. Um, I lost count, like Amazing. 15, 20, 30 every few hours kind of thing. It was just they just rippling through. And because we're in a collective energy of other Tantrikas and, and other people who aren't, but like this energy, it's it we're creating a unit, right? And this energy is flowing. And and some of those energetic orgasms were beyond even a clitoral or deep womb orgasm i've ever had some of them on saturday and i was like what the, like fuck? the intensity the
0: intensity of pleasure
1: oh yeah and the women around me were, were giggling and i was like yeah i'm a fucking sex witch like yep and they they were like what did you say two of them were like, i had never heard that before they were newbies newbies ish and i was like oh yeah and a pussy witch and all the things right like once we activate this it's our life force. Energy It is our essence. And and it really does allow us to, to create the life that we desire.
0: Oh, it really, really does. Oh, mm-hmm. Just to go back to those energy orgasms, because if someone's like, whoa, <laughs> what is it? Like, what? Like, what is she talking yeah. about? Can And also you are the freaking queen of energy orgasms. So can you please share what you mean
1: by that? Yeah. And I'm still questioning, like, Some of those were energy orgasms, but they also were so much more, yet nothing was touching pussy.
0: Amazing. Right?
1: So that part's really cool. Um, They started, so energy orgasm started for me when I landed in Mexico in 2019, 2019. All I did is land the airplane, and well, I didn't land the airplane, but the pilot landed the airplane, and I got to the resort with a whole pile of sister goddesses, and they started rippling through me, and it was yeah, see, all I do is talk about it, and they start, um, and, and they, you they, will now have one live on the podcast. <laughs> Does not take much? <laughs> and they, um, they start at pussy, they start at root, and it's just this intense, intense heat. Now I didn't realize it at the time, but I kind of had started activating my kundalini probably a couple of years before, and some breath work. And this was just continuing to activate and the Kundalini would be like a snake, like a serpent. And it feels like that. It starts as a ball in my root chakra and pussy, and it just kind of ripples up. And some of the ones this weekend were so hard and fast and powerful. And I know that was from some of the heart opening that happened two weekends ago, and then I continued to do some heart opening this weekend and letting down some walls. And all of a sudden they were shooting through me with this intensity that I've never felt. And it just felt clearer, wider, more open. The channel felt bigger and it, it's it's like outright orgasm. Like they're powerful. And um, yeah, if I'm going to talk about it, they're going to happen again. <laughs> it doesn't take much. All I need to do now Is take a breath and really surrender into pussy and they just start shooting up like fireworks and amazing. Yeah. You add that into sex or a self-pleasure session or even a makeout session. It's hot and it's, it's just aliveness. It's, it's, Mm. it's who it's our core essence of who we are. Mm. It's our life force energy. Mm it
0: really is it really is and then you
1: mix you mix that with you know clitoral and penetration and making out it's it's hot hot, <laughs> hot. <laughs> oh, i love it yeah you know i am um
0: I'm not as like sensitive. I'm I'm de- I'm still de- really developing like my sensitivity to energy. I've actually realized like I'm actually very sensitive to energy, but I think I really shut that down earlier mm-hmm. in my life, and so now I've really been in this process of re- reawakening to it. Um, and I, I have had probably like a handful of energy orgasms,
1: nothing like goals, hashtag goals. For what hey, you were just I wasn't here. That's taken some time. It's taken some work and I'm sure there's more to have. Right. I don't of think course. this is a ceiling. I mean, that's the thing with our sexuality. There is no ceiling. There's right? this, like, this this the beginning.
0: This... <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. No no absolutely. And then
1: bringing that into partnership bringing that into tantra into sacred sexuality. I work with couples as well, and I teach this work, but I was going from a very hard relationship and not compatible that way um, in the bedroom per se. And and that's his own story and so forth. But, you know, coming into new relationship where I get to play and there's this, just this energy, this connection um, that I can't explain. I can't. I can't put words around it. It's just this. Yeah, it feels yeah. like a a remembrance as well uh, mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. met him before August. Yeah. The very this, first. This new. Of this August. new. Partner, yeah, July thirty yeah. first. I think it was July thirty first, right? Like, and it's just like the energy that is available that you can bring to relationships, so that you can play, so that you can connect. Like tantra is about connecting. I use tantra, sacred sexuality, and sacred pleasure, all to mean the same thing. Sometimes because social media censors us, and just another choice of words, right? And there's so much sacredness in solo sacred sexuality and tantra, and then when you bring in partner, that is where we can really, really expand to levels that we can't do on our own, where yeah. we can really heal, where we can really connect, where we can weave the sensuality with the spirituality, where we can weave who we are with the spirituality and where we really truly get to play. And, uh, mm mm-hmm. Mm. And I will, I will just say
0: here too, because so, you know, I've been with my husband, we just celebrated our 14 year wedding anniversary. We've been together for almost 16 years and, you know, he's the sort of person. and, And the reason I say this is because like, I could, you know, be listening to you on a different podcast, Kim, and think to myself, like, oh my gosh, I want to experience that. But my partner is not into this. Like my husband, he, I mean, he will meet me in the bedroom. Let me tell you, but like, he does not, if I say the word, tantra or let's do a practice together or anything like that he's like yeah no and so mm-hmm. i think it's also just really pa- what i love about this this connection to pussy connection to our sexuality connection to the sacredness of it all right is that we can just bring that in like i can still yeah. be having these like incredible like tantra like incredible experiences and he just thinks we're having really amazing sex <laughs> yeah. which
1: we are and Yeah, exactly. And this new partner, he like he he has no training. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. But what the hell was that? Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, that's mine. (laughs) Right. Like it's a yeah. And we're just I'm just starting to teach him some things. Right. Little things here and there. And the rest is just like out of this world.
0: Yeah. But I always like to put out that point just to like, like, we don't have to have partners that are like super into this with us in order to have this beautiful connection. And I mean, I know for myself, you know, my husband and I, like, we've always had a good sexual connection with each other. Although now if I look at where we are now to where, you know, compared to where we were, I'm like, well, it was like more like mediocre to what I know now. Um, but it really has been me who has led the way in our passion and our connection, continuing to be hot and amazing and literally always getting better. Like I'm not Just saying that, like, literally, we have this ongoing joke, like, every time we make love and have an orgasm, which is, you know, every time, like, that was better than the last time, like, every single time. And it has been me claiming and healing my connection to pussy, my sexuality, and claiming this for myself that has taken us here, right? Like, my husband always meets me there, but it has been me leading with my connection to pussy.
1: And I think that's the job and the role of the feminine. Yes. Which again, we said we were going to do a part two, but that (laughs) is, you know, that is the job of the feminine. That is like, there's ancient artwork on caves going thousands and thousands of years back showing, you know, the hunter going out to hunt with his partner woman behind him. And there's this line of power coming out her pussy, going up and around into his bow and arrow. Like that is the feminine's role. Mm. like that right there, right there. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's her job to, to hold, to create, to expand, to birth, to lead in that area. And then it's his job to, to go and, and protect and provide and, and, and do we each have a different role? So we're going to have a very expansive podcast on that. That was a amazing. Yes. Version.
0: Yes. What, what Kim is talking about is we were going to do, we're going to talk about like feminine and masculine energetics and our own healing journey with the feminine, the masculine, but we will save that for another day. We're just giving you some little teasers here. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, going back to what you were just saying there, what I find so interesting about that is then it's like through the centuries of patriarchy, we it's like that got um, distorted to be that we are constantly giving our life force this like pussy power, life force, creative, birthing, incredible power that we have. It's like we... It, it, we got it conditioned to be like, oh, this is for somebody else. Like, this mm. is no longer for me. This is now like, now, now this is, this belongs to my husband, right? Because that's what happened in mm. patriarchy is that women became, became property of, of the man. And so it's like, now this is no longer mine. Now I have to give this to you. And so it's got distorted until we get to this place that leads us to what you were talking about at before your pussy revolution, shall we call it, where you were Overgiving, overmothering, burnt out, um, and so I'm curious if you could speak a little bit more to that journey for you and and what that was like to reclaim right and and, and was that like in connection with this reclaiming of pussy and working with Mama Gina like was that part of what was um, moving you out of that space of overgiving or, or what was that journey like for you?
1: Yeah, it it was a journey. It's a never ending journey to same kind of thing, but it was working with all of the things that we've worked with. So some the Gina, I, I'm also FEM certified, I'm a motion code certified, Reiki certified. Um, like going through there's more, I just can't remember yeah. human design. <laughs> like it's I certified if, up I to like something, <laughs> if I like something, I want to know about it, I want to yes. understand it, right? So it's been a constant evolution of, of growing and healing. And, and some of the examples of what it kind of allows me to do, everybody's journey is different. So it also doesn't mean anything if I lay out my journey, right? Like if somebody's going to need Probably. to do something else first before they do something else. Um, but what it has allowed me to do is to show up in a way where I'm such a different mother, right? Like I have three kids who, well, they're adults or we've got 23, 20 and almost 18, right? Where we have this really amazing open relationship where we can talk about anything. And I mean, anything it's all on the table, um, where I'm grounded, where I'm not angry anymore. Like, I don't remember the last time I was angry, which is pretty fucking awesome. Um, like, but I used to be angry all day long. I felt like way back when at least 10 years ago, so forth, like I was just angry, um, frustrated, burnt out, depleted. So it's moved into, I'm energized. I feel alive. I'm grounded and I'm happy. I know how to feel my emotions. I cried in the bathtub this morning. I cried on the ride home last night, right? Or yesterday morning. Like I knew I was going to, uh, you know, I dropped off my bestie at the airport. It was like, put on some music. It's time to now let out whatever I've been holding. And she totally would witness me crying, but it ha- wasn't dropping into it with her. I needed to be on my own. And, and then, you know, it's a couple of minutes of crying and then we're into laughter and pleasure again, like, right. It's just a matter of, of allowing the emotions to flow and to be there. So this allows me to be regulated. This allows me to show up differently. This allows me to hold epic, epic space for so many humans, right? I also volunteer and teach a a workshop with the Sexual Assault Center for the region for healing after trauma. Um, This is what energizes me, teaching, showing. But I wouldn't be able to do this had I not done each of these pieces of work, to heal the little pieces of my conditioning, of my unworthiness stories, of my not deservingness stories, of believing I'm not enough or believing I was too much, right? Each of these pieces have these layers and layers and layers that we get to integrate. And and shit, they still show up, right? They're always going to show up. Our trauma is always going to show up. It's going to show up, though, when we are not taking care of ourselves or where we're really tired or where we're really sick or we're just at a low point. And so I myself live my life now and create um containers around containers to not burn out. So yesterday I took the mainly the day off. I did little things and worked with one client, and recorded some things, but I rested, I slept in, I had a massage today. That's why the lines are still across my forehead if you're looking at me now. Um, I so my 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 period started after 60 days of not having it this morning. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to Zumba this morning. I'm going to the bathtub. Um, so this is how I create and live my life, set these containers around me to hold myself, to be regulated, to be nourished, to be taken care of, because we're always going through the highs and lows of life. And the trick is packing up whatever you need to pack up around it be it pleasure be it regulation be it pleasure is the key tool like pleasure 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 um, and, and they don't need to cost anything my bath did not cost anything well okay maybe the ups and the salts right but like doing things to hold you and that's what has allowed me to do everything I do I'm a freaking badass in business I've been an entrepreneur for over 26 years and I could go 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 like the rest of the people in the world and I have to slow myself down and choose not to I have to give some work to others. Um, You know, perfect example. Of this this summer, it's a challenging challenging summer while we're working out negotiations and all of that. And I looked at a new program. Here, as, you're, as you
0: are, as, as you I'm are. separating. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: as I'm separating, kind of thing. And I'm looking at a new program I'm launching next month. And I was like, I don't have capacity to write this right now. I know what I want to do, but why am I forcing myself? So I hired my copywriter. I haven't used for a year and a half, and then working with my business coach. And I was like, I'm great at artwork. I'm a master photographer as well. I'm trained. I like doing this. I was like, why am I doing this? Like, let's give that away for a couple hundred as well. Right. Like doing these things so I can support myself no matter what, so I can feel, so I don't numb out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's been a huge piece of my own journey into connecting with Pussy, to connecting with her cycles, right? The cycles of our feminine beings, our feminine hormones, our feminine bodies, right? That we are not meant to be in constant production, that we are not meant to be doing and doing and doing and doing. And, you know, that has been a huge piece of my, like a very ongoing journey for me for sure to undo that conditioning, right? That says we need to be constantly going, doing, giving all of the things and to like slow down, right. To choose to rest, to choose to take that bath instead of going out and doing something else. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if you have anything you want to share about your journey and to be able to, to do that and like, to be able to slow down, like what are the things that have really helped you in that?
1: Yeah, it's very important journey. And I think every, every woman out there needs to, to hear this part of we start perimenopause are in our late thirties. Right. And and that's when, if we haven't done our work, if we haven't looked at our trauma, if we haven't looked at our conditioning, if we haven't reconnected to our body, perimenopause becomes very hard, very mm. hard. So we have about 10 to 15 years in there, depending when I started at 36. And that's where the adrenal fatigue starts, right? So your hormones, your ovaries and, um, and so forth, stop making your, your turn on your libido and all those your hormones work. And it moves to your adrenals. And if we do not slow down, we burn out. So it is really important to learn, to listen to your body, not just for your pleasure, but to know what you're capable of doing right now. And what is a no, what's a yes. And what's a no, where are you best using your resources so we can use our cycles and, and men um, per se in the day actually have a cycle every 24 hours. Right. They, they wake up and they're like, her, let's go. And they go and they go, 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 go. And then they come home and they chill. Yeah. yeah Cause what and, you're saying and- there.
0: So men, men's hormonal cycle is 24 hours, which is quite convenient yeah. for them, which means that they can literally show up and be the same every day because their hormonal cycle is in this consistent daily 24 hours. We as exactly. women, our hormonal cycle, you know, roughly 28-ish days. Hmm.
1: This month can... I was 60. Exactly, right, exactly. That's what I mean. That's like the roughly like, 28-ish. Roughly, yeah. right? Because <laughs> perimenopause are going to separate out. Yeah. And it's important that we follow our cycles. It's important when we do get our cycle that we rest. It's important that we nourish, that we slow down. And it's I also base all of my business and my creativity creativity also around ovulation, too. Cause when we ovulate, even if we're not getting our cycles anymore. We still have the, the rhythmic cycle. We actually come into energy and we come into our spring and our summer where we can create where we're like, let's get this and this and this and this and this, and then we slow down, right? So we actually have the four seasons, the, the spring, the summer, the fall, and the winter. And it's important that we do follow that and learn what our body and our cycle is doing, even if it's not regular, <laughs> Yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And That's- the same as we go into menopause, the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and
0: I think that that tracking your cycle and actually getting in touch with those different phases and how you're feeling in those different phases is like so deeply important. And and as you as we get you know further into menopause and further on, it can just really help us get in touch with how our bodies are doing. Like, do our horn- hormones need some attention? Like, what is going on? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's a practice I absolutely love to do. Is just literally and and what that means is like you can literally track. Like the days that you're bleeding on your cycle. And then from there, if you keep track of that for over months, then you can also track like what the the different phases. So like, oh, the first one after your period is the follicular phase. Then you go up into ovulation. Then you go to the luteal at the end and then back into menstruation. And as you were saying, those, each of those phases correlates with the seasons. And so we can think of like that follicular phase coming out of the period, right? That's like our spring ovulation is like the summer. We go past ovulation into the luteal, that's like the fall, and menstruation is the winter. And I really love exactly. like that really helps me kind of tune into okay, what are kind of the energetics of the phase that I'm in right now? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything else that you want to
1: share about just cycling? There is, it? yeah, because I love I love the explanation. I had another um sex love relationship coach on my podcast, um, Kelly uh, Sterling, who, who explains it beautifully. And it just makes so much sense of, you know, before we get our cycles as a tween per se, depending when we get it, we know what we want. We know what we're doing. We don't care what people think. We're not judgmental about our bodies. We're very, very no. Yes. Like easy peasy. And as we start to get hormones, right? They start to get us ready to have children, to nurture children, to take care of family. And I think honestly, if we didn't have them, we might eat our young, right? I mean, that is literally,
0: that is what those hormones are for because anyone who's had children know like, holy smokes. And if we did not have all of those hormones making us feel good and wanting to take care of them, yeah, there would be no humans because we would all kill our children.
1: We'd eat them. We'd eat them. them. Like the primanthus, I think, eats there was something (laughs) like that. That's the man. I don't know. But what happens as we hit hit into this perimenopause, these late 30s those hormones start dwindling. And that's when we start feeling really frustrated. I'm like clawing at my mic here, frustrated and angry and depleted. And why isn't anybody helping me? And why do I have to do everything? And all of these things can come up. And these are not something that you need to fix. They're like little whispers telling you what's next, what you need to work on. Um, And again, I know Jenny as well, like there's nothing to fix within you. Like there's nothing to fix, I guess, about you. Everything that we are working on in this work is already within you and it's guiding you to find your truth. What is real for you? And you might not struggle with those items, but you might struggle with something else. So it's really important to learn how to listen to your body. But for me, like way back when I used to say, I was just a walking talking head, maybe boobs up. Like that was it. What do you mean body? I had no clue what that meant. And I didn't feel anything in the beginning. So it's a matter of, of slowly doing the work to reconnect, yeah. doing the, reclam- the reclamation work, the reclaiming. And then and then with that comes the remembrance and this innate inner knowing that is your sacred, right? You were born with it. You knew as a toddler, you knew what you were going to eat for dinner, what you weren't. You're not eating those peas and you're not going to bed and you're dancing in the sprinkling. You don't give a flying fuck if a hundred people are watching you. You knew. And it's about coming back to that. Mm. Yeah. I
0: love that. I love that. And getting to reclaim that as we move into, yeah, the later parts of our lives, which one of the cultural stereotypes we get that I'm so excited to bust is this story that like as as we go through perimenopause and menopause, and as we get older as women that we like lose our vitality or radiance, or suddenly we're like somehow not sexual beings anymore, which is just like such bullshit. Um, and I'm so excited to, yeah, really continue. I mean, I literally feel better, more vibrant, more radiant, more beautiful, the older that I get more sexy,
1: more turned on, like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. and I don't, totally. I don't anticipate that stopping. <laughs> if I put it on a scale of where I'm at now, cause I know there's more, I'm going to say like, I'm at like an 85 cause I know there's more, there's more, of there's course, always more. I probably was at 10% before. Hmm. Mm. And I was regular everyday mom, just like the rest of you. That Like 10%
0: of your like radiance or your
1: ability, a 10% of what I could have been.
0: And, and you weren't, and you were missing out on that 90% because you were just giving your power away into the outside. Is that, is that why?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Stuck in my head, stuck going through the emotions, stuck people, pleasing perfectionism, trying to make sure I was good enough trying mm-hmm. to make sure I fit in, trying mm-hmm. to make sure people liked me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead, it's about coming inwards, coming inwards, yeah. reconnecting to pussy, reconnecting yeah. to your body and rediscovering who you are. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know, I first um, heard Mama Gina talk about this, but this this everything that you're talking about of right like I'm I'm not good enough or I have to prove myself or I have to people please so people like me that these are all symptoms of disconnection from pussy mm. because and pussy, body. And, and body, right. And and body, pussy and body. Um, and I'm curious, like, what about, I, I was just about to ask you something else, but now I'm going to follow this little tangent. My brain is going on.
1: <laughs> All good. So what about for
0: someone who is really connected to their body, but not to their pussy?
1: Like, what it's is the piece? Connect to pussy. <laughs> about- <laughs> Time to go deeper. It's time to obvious next step. <laughs> it's time to rewrite those sexual stories. It's time to look at the conditioning that you're holding. It's time to look at pussy. It's time to drop into sacred pleasure practices and sacred sexuality practices and tantra, jade egg practices, and and really, really start to to learn how to listen to her, to see what's there for you, because there is innate inner wisdom there for you, whether you still hold a womb or not, the energetics are there. Every single being on this planet has an energetic womb space, feel female, male, non- non-binary, you name it. So it's about tuning in and listening to those messages. It's it's yeah. And I don't think we can be All we're meant to be here on this planet, our purpose, if we just leave out our sacred sexual, not even sacred sexual, if we leave out our root chakra, if we leave out our sacral space, our womb, our pussy, if we're like, okay, I'm going to be everything else, but you're not living.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're not really living.
1: You have to have that all the chakras aligned. Yeah and
0: I'm going to I'm going to leave that part out. I'm going to do everything else but I'm going to leave that part out, right? Because because there's trauma not just our own personal trauma but like collective ancestral right there's so much shame we we receive so many messages about that part of ourselves being gross disgusting like disconnecting right then we do maybe we do become mothers and then of course like who like mothers are definitely not yeah. sexual beings right obviously i'm saying this sarcastically
1: yes very sarcastically
0: very sarcastically <laughs> yeah
1: and then there's religion in there and right. then there's trauma like i talk about trauma all the time trauma you might be like i don't have any trauma everyone has trauma Everyone's got trauma. We have trauma from um, pap smears that are done too roughly, where um, it hurt. Like that is trauma. I I had one even just having a bladder testing, and it was like ah, right. Like, and that was when I was regulated and knew how to hold myself. But we have trauma from giving birth let alone having the door wide open while they throw up the curtain on your sheet and check your cervix. Like we have trauma from that. We have trauma from people, doctors and nurses touching us without asking consent. We have trauma for having sex from having sex. When we weren't quite in the mood, we have trauma from having sex and continuing to have sex when we got to go pee or when there's a hair in the way, or when something doesn't feel good and you're done, but they're not, we have trauma from each of these pieces and This causes disconnection, it causes numbness, it causes pain, it causes less pleasure or no pleasure or very little pleasure. So yeah, my little rant on that one.
0: Yeah. No rant, rant away, rant away. It's so true. And, and then the thing that we get to do, what you said earlier is then we get to lean in, right? We get to lean into that disconnection because I mean, what I have found with myself and the, and the people that I've supported that like pussy is waiting for us to lean in. And, mm-hmm. like, when we start to lean in, like, she is going to respond. And, yeah, maybe at first it feels like there's nothing or it's numbness or it's disconnection. But if you show that you really are ready and that you are going to – ready to lean in and show up for pussy, like, she is going to respond. Oh, yeah. And so So I'm curious for people who are maybe like, oh, like, wow, I really like, oh, I think I am ready to connect more to my body. I do want to connect my pussy. Like, what is like a favorite simple tool that you have that somebody could start to use like right now to support them in this awakening of connection to pussy?
1: Okay. Well, there's so many we can go from free to paid. Uh, (laughs) You guys start start working. Working with Jenny or myself in one way or another or a handful of them because you can't do this work alone. So true. Right? You can't do this work alone. You can do some alone in between, but you can't do it fully alone. So binge my podcast, get your sexy back, binge Jenny's podcast that just started. Get into Sacred Pleasure membership is a really low-end cost point, but still huge content, um, option to, to work, to start to reconnect. And I know you have different things as well
0: that Kim has this is just to say the sacred pleasure membership is your, as your membership. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sacred pleasure membership is mine. It's like $44 a month where you can start to start to have these practices, start to play, start to deepen, start to take your journey, start to do the work. And I know life gets busy and I know, you know, as a mom, we can be like, Oh, but the kids are this and the kids are that. And I got to do this and I got to do this that's, that's fear. That's Mm. you not choosing yourself. Mm. That is not believing that you are worthy enough to put yourself first. And when you do put yourself first, all of the parenting and all of the career and all of the relationships all become better, way better. That 10% to back to 85%. That's what I'm talking about. So by not putting ourselves first, we're just living in the 10%. And I don't know about you, but I'm not willing to live there.
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it like, and it is so cliche, yet it is so true that like we truly do get to and have to fill ourselves up first, take care of ourselves, attune to our own pleasure, make sure that we are good, and then we can give from that place. And that mm-hmm. is such a more like potent, beautiful, nourishing and sustainable place to give from. Right. And, and I'm kind of speaking to that story of like, you know, you know, you think like, Oh, but I'm not worthy of that. And, or all of these things, or one that I hear all the time is like, well, isn't that selfish? Like, wouldn't that be selfish Mm -hmm. of me to pay attention to the connection I have with my body or my pussy or to put myself first or to rest instead of going out and doing this other
1: thing. What do you have to say to that? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, One of the biggest things I teach a lot of women whether it's in the bedroom specifically, like having sex or in the real life, looking for time for themselves is to learn how to ask for what they want and learn how to ask for what they need. And this is important because if we can't ask for the time and space, right, we just stay silent. We're like, we can't do it. We don't get any support. My guess is you've never asked your partner for the support. Mm. You've never asked for that time because every single man wants to see their partner happy they want them to be alive they want them to be turned on they want them to be regulated in their bodies and i really haven't met one that doesn't um and they do so we need to learn how to ask for what we want and what happens from there like i can give some examples here even into my parenting, right? Like, yes, I have an almost 18 year old daughter. She is a a year older than her boyfriend. Like the conversations that we can have, the openness, like last week I showed them, they were in the pool and uh, my bestie April texted me the burning man statue this year of the clitoris. And it was fabulous. I'm like, look at this. And he's like, what is that? And he, I was like, it's a clitoris and and this is like he's been dating her for I don't know six eight months and and he was we've spent a week at the cottage two weeks ago and he got quite comfortable and saw Wait, this is this is I your am. this is your new partner this is my daughter no this is my oh. daughter's boyfriend oh, okay, okay. my <laughs> daughter's boyfriend yeah 18 and a half daughter's boyfriend and he's like I thought the clit was just the little thing and I was like no Yeah, we're sitting in the pool having this conversation. And I was like, there's the bulbs and there's the legs, and technically you shouldn't have penetration until there's 20 minutes and everything needs to engorge. And you know, when you when you're in womb and uterus and they're deciding whether it's girl or boy, like they're the same parts. You know, the clitoris grows up into the penis and the bulbs come up into the testicles versus the clitoris. And it's very important. And he's like, damn, most men, boys, whatever we're gonna call them, can't even find the little part. So this is what happens when you reclaim, when you take the time for yourself, you can have these conversations. Mm -hmm. They're having conversations. They're sharing with their friends. Everybody is learning so much more about themselves and there's regulation, there's openness, it's fun, it's light, there's connection. Mm -hmm. And and that's what communication, connection, the connection is the key. There's Mm -hmm. connection Mm.
0: that's so beautiful and I mean how powerful for our children for our boys and our girls to be able to have these conversations and this is truly how we change the patterns and how we heal for the further generation right is that we can have these just like open just like doesn't have to be weird like yeah we can sit and talk about what a clitoris actually looks like like it's all good and that is truly how we how we change and You know, I always love talking with you and hearing how you are able to have these conversations with your children. And, you know, I will share that, um, you know, my mom literally never had one single conversation with me about sex. Never, ever 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 like what she would do <laughs> we both love to read she loved to read I love to read and so when I was I was probably like just starting when I was like in middle school she would give me these novels and they would have these like really graphic sex scenes in them and I knew mm-hmm. and like she had read them like she knew what was in there and like I realized later I'm like oh that was her way of talking to mm-hmm. me about sex but never once yeah. Did we actually have a conversation? And so now that I have my own children, you know, even though I'm a fucking pussy centered queen and proclaim that on the internet, like, even though I'm a sex coach, even though all these things, it's still really hard for me to talk with my children mm-hmm. because I have zero blueprint or I, I'm having to forge my way.
1: Um it's a big fear. Yeah. It's your new edge. It's your next yeah. thing to play with. And, and speaking to you know, somebody might be listening, I was thinking like, well, why do we need to do this? Like the reason there's so much trauma around sexuality is because we've hidden it in the dark and anything that's hidden in the dark, we don't talk about women get assaulted and don't even share because they're too embarrassed, too ashamed. So if we can bring light, if we can discuss, if we can share, if we can be open, if we can reclaim, we're naturally healing all of it going forward. Yeah, all of it. We need to open up the lines of communication here. This is a... This is part of us. This is how we came into this world. Why are we cutting it off? Literally putting it behind closed doors, lights out. Yeah. I mean,
0: (laughs) we could could say, well, it's because it's the like most powerful, you know, personal power that we have. And like, what would this world be if everybody knew the personal power that they had between their legs? Like, oh, we wouldn't listen Mm -hmm. to the things that everyone tells us to do. (laughs)
1: The oracle between our thighs for the women out there. Yeah. There's so much power there and so much healing and so much life to live. We simply need to reconnect to body, reconnect to pussy.
0: Amen. Mm. And just as we're kind of kind of starting to wind this down here I just want to go back to the piece of of how can people start to do this work? How can how can someone yeah. connect to their body, connect to their pussy even right now in this moment? And I love yeah. what you said mm-hmm. about about that we can't do this alone. And I find that Mm -hmm. to be so true. And, you know, I definitely started off my own journey of healing and reclamation on my own, right? Reading books. I started my own self-pleasure practice because I had realized how disconnected I was to my body. I didn't even call her pussy at that point. Um, And so, you know, I I went on my own journey. I, you know, I, I learned a lot. I had some really major breakthroughs, had some beautiful healings but nothing compared to what is possible when we are held, when we are guided, when we are given the tools and not even just that when we are witnessing and witnessed by others and specifically our sisters you know I really do believe like we we are meant we are not solitary creatures like we're meant to be in relationship and I do believe that our deepest healing comes out of of relationship and being with others so totally Mm -hmm. agree with you like if you are feeling called like check Kim out check out my work like get support in whatever level you're ready for And I would love to offer just as a very beginning practice, and I'm curious to hear what you have to add to this, Kim, but even just taking a moment to close your eyes, to bring your awareness like into the actual sensations in your body, which is a little hack to help you get out of your head and into your body. So literally like, oh, I'm feeling some, I'm feeling my, my pants here at my waist. Like I'm feeling some tingling in my solar plexus, like really feeling the sensations in your body. And then taking that breath even a little deeper and breathing like all, like as if you were pulling that breath all the way down into pussy. And just once again, feeling those sensations, noticing those sensations, and just breathing into her and then exhaling and letting that breath go.
1: I like to visualize every inhale she's opening Mm. because that is actually what your pelvic floor is doing. It's dropping down Mm -hmm. and then on the exhale, it's coming back up Mm -hmm. and that's proper diaphragmatic breathing. If you're sitting upright, which is what your pelvic floor is meant to do. So if you can do that and bring the intention and the visualization, you can you can just feel opening, surrendering, exhaling, coming back up. Yeah. yeah. Pussy breathing is very powerful. Mm-hmm. As are yeah, hip, hip exactly. circles. Hip mm. circles. You can you can do hip circles even sitting here and nobody would know I'm doing them. Like I can well, since nobody,
0: is. since at this point, yeah. no one can see you tell us, yeah. Kim, what are, what are hip circles? Are you just <laughs> circling your hips?
1: <laughs> I just did a couple of hip circles and energetic orgasm started because I just came off the tantra weekend. Yeah. Like it doesn't ha- <laughs> Yeah. I can't do hip circles right now. Unless you want me to have a few more orgasms on the podcast.
0: <laughs> I mean, yes,
1: <laughs> I know right? it's it, yeah. Hip circles, like sitting even on your bum, cross-legged on the floor with your hands on your knees and just starting to, to roll your body around. <laughs> I can't talk.
0: Kim is over there popping off with energy orgasms from the hip circle.
1: Yeah, Yeah. doesn't take much these days. And oh um, my goodness! Yeah, it's kind of funny. I've been waking up in the middle of the night just Kundalini is just running. It's just let it run. Is running. Is running. And it's it's just yeah. Mm. So so grateful for this journey, and I'm so so grateful for my trauma. I have to be honest, Mm. and I have a shit ton of trauma from childhood, but without that trauma. It never would have led me on this path. Mm. Right. Mm. Would have been stuck in the middle, just regular leading a regular life. Mm. Right. And it that is, that is, you know, what put me in the place where it was like something needs to change. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because those places of trauma, those places where we're holding fear, shame, wounding, pain, like those are truly the portals into our greatest power. Like those places that seem scary. It's actually where all the juice is. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, and when you have the right tools, and you have people like Kim or I who are trauma informed and can do this way, this work in a way that is gentle and compassionate for your nervous system, right? We don't have to be afraid of those of those dark places. Like they get to be, like I said, portals into our greatest power.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that oh. Exactly, Kim. This has been so wonderful having this conversation with you. I'm curious as we're coming to a close here if there's anything on your heart and your pussy still that want to
1: be shared. If you're here listening, wherever you are listening, there's a message here for you and I invite you to follow it. Mm. Even if your brain is telling you no. Mm. Cuz your brain's going to tell you no. Our your brain will so- definitely tell you no. <laughs> Our brains are so cute. And that is its job from past lived experiences to try and keep us safe. And, and you know, that's why we stay stuck in this realm of, of not being in body because that brain is powerful. Uh, and the only answer is to jump and I promise you'll be caught
0: well kim if somebody is ready to jump and be caught by you where can they find you <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm, thank you i keep it really really consistent these days it's get your sexy back is my website because .ca, i am in canada so get your sexy back. .ca. podcast is get your sexy back as well and on facebook you can find me at kim coffin or get your sexy back private Facebook group for female identifying humans. And on Instagram, I'm at get your sexy back coach with underscores between the words. So pretty well, really consistent there, get your sexy back or Kim Coffin and, and yeah, reach out. I'm happy to offer, you know, a free call. I'm actually going to share a link as well for all of your listeners. If they'd like a free month in my sacred pleasure membership, they're welcome to take advantage of that. You can, you know, keep it or not. It's totally fine, but get in there. There's like, um, 16, 18 months of content in there. Oh my goodness. It's like a full library. You can just follow along or you can binge. And um, yeah, and until the end of September, I don't know when this is coming out. I am yeah, this, launching...
0: is, yeah we're gonna, this is actually going to come out like in November.
1: Cool. That's cool. I will be launching it again. Uh, brand new program, Get Your Sexy Back is coming out again in January. And um, it's a great new program that I've put together that I'm really excited to to offer just to help people to to start, to start. She's so
0: amazing cool. amazing and yeah I I feel like I know you pretty well at this point by now Kim I have been coached by you several times um, we didn't even talk about yet our experience in Costa Rica which is part of our program with Layla Martin an in-person Retreat we went to that was just out of this world and so all of this is to say I can vouch for Kim and what an amazing coach um, and human she is so please go check out her work um
1: thank and thank you so much for being here Kim I love you thank you oh, i love you too jenny thank you so so much can't wait for more i have full chills right now Woo. yes yes yes, <laughs> thank,
0: yes. You. thank you kim thank you so much for spending this time with me here on the pussy centered living podcast If you loved this episode, you can best show your gratitude by sharing it with a friend or sister who would also benefit from this message. And of course, please hit subscribe so you never miss a juicy and delicious episode. And while you're at it, please leave a five-star review so we can get the power of pussy out to as many humans as are ready for it. Thank you and I love you! ¡Mua!